All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Movie Talks and Chill. We are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I am Gavin Butts. And I'm Patrick Wall. And in this episode, we are going to be talking decade, a specific decade. In, in fact, it's uh, the 1980s. And I don't know about you guys. I know you were born a little bit later in the 1980s. I was but born I was in the <laughs> middle of 1980s. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. 1985, you old fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest <laughs> year ever. <laughs> yeah. It introduced us. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> so the 80s was, in my opinion, one of one of the best decades for, for movies overall. Um, I know that can be argued by a lot of people. All the decades have had a specific... Um, certain kind of flair yes to them mm. uh but the 80s really introduced us to a lot of different things it, it introduced us to uh the john hughes era of filmmaking mm. um you got your 16 candles your weird sciences um uh pretty in pink like you know yeah. that whole john hughes mm. era that we was kind of in there. weird stuff like someone went into a pitch meeting like what if four guys who had very scientific backgrounds decided to fight ghosts in manhattan yeah and then Yes, call Ghostbusters, print, we're done. Yep. Get me Dan Aykroyd. So. <laughs> and what a great idea that was. <laughs> but I mean, someone had to, this could go back to our last episode about. Um, fully baked ideas. Fully baked, baked ideas. ideas. <laughs> so fully like, baked. What, if, what if ghosts were real in Manhattan? Only Manhattan. <laughs> Only Manhattan. <laughs> Wait, wait, they could all have an apartment building that they go to. (laughs) Somehow these four unemployed people rent out a fire station (laughs) and take a 1950s ambulance (laughs) and then make it work. A.K.A. a hearse. Yeah. (laughs) Well, see, they did get the money because Ray did remortgage his family's house and they left him. No, that's right. Everyone's got two mortgages. Yep. (laughs) For your your family. He's drinking out of a whiskey bottle. He's like, I don't know how I'm going to fucking pay this. (laughs) Then I was like, wait, is this Dan Aykroyd from Trading Places? Yeah. <laughs> it was like the hybrid of like Trading Places and Blues Brothers yeah. Dan Aykroyd. You know? like, we found the Dan Aykroyd we love. But, I mean, so yeah, you get, I mean, crazy ideas. Um, probably, I would say, some of the most unique ideas. Like, just off the wall, off the cuff, like that. That somehow worked for some exactly. dumbass reason. Exactly. Like I'm not slamming Ghostbusters. I love Ghostbusters. Yeah. I have the twenty, the thirtieth anniversary, not the third, yeah, the thirtieth anniversary Blu-ray collection, uh, Ghostbusters DVD. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's fantastic. I will watch that right now. We can just stop recording. We'll still watch the movie. <laughs> We're only three minutes in. <laughs> I think we spent like two hours getting ready to get three minutes in. <laughs> so I don't want to slam Ghostbusters, but I mean these are some dumb fucking ideas that just. Work from the 80s for some reason. A giant marshmallow man is your enemy. Yeah. Or another one, the Gremlins. That came out in the, the 80s. In the 80s? 1984, yeah. which we'll be speaking of in a little well, later. Well, for the record, Tony will be speaking yeah. of. <laughs> or how about a guy goes into a trailer park, gets a brand new video game, plays it, and beats it, and then all of a sudden is the last person to save a race of beings he never even met. From the Codan Armada. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest armada ever seen. <laughs> Thank and you, Last Starfighter. Yeah. <laughs> One of the greatest sci-fi movies exactly. of all time. Exactly. <laughs> it's yep. actually so popular, it's a cliche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're going to send an android that looks just like you. <laughs> I remember he, he had a grow and everything, yeah, too, yeah. because he got, like... He injected him or mm-hmm. took, yeah. a, took a sample. Didn't his face fall off at one point or something like that? Uh, no, his face was forming. That's what yes. like freaked him the hell out. No, like, whose he face? Pulls... He's thinking of Centauri because Centauri oh, took his memory, yeah, yeah, took yeah, his yeah. eyes yeah. out, and he took his face off, mm-hmm. and he was that alien thing. And right. he's like, <laughs> "Old Centauri." 
So that was during the 80s. So do you think they kind of got the name Centauri from Atari and just said, who are we going to name them? They were looking at their Atari game and they said, you know, Centauri. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> I could honestly see that. Definitely can't be Centaur because he didn't look anything like a horse. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> at least above the waist. We don't know what that looked like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From the neck down, we yeah. don't know. Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> Back to that again. <laughs> Sorry, Becky. <laughs> Many apologies. <laughs> but yeah, so you have these crazy, crazy weird ideas. I mean, they also had some unique ones that were based off comic, like we talked, Howard the Duck. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you would say, like, who came up with this idea? But really, they just got the source material from the comic book. Yeah. So it really was. But still, back then, like, I didn't even know that. Like, I was, even though I was Marvel and comics when I was a kid, I didn't know Howard the Duck yeah. was a Marvel character. It took me forever to figure that well, out. I know this wasn't in the mm-hmm. 80s, but the first... Um well, this is dead air. Stallone was in it. <laughs> Judge Dredd, the first Judge Dredd movie, came out in like 1992. That's yep. based off a Marvel comic. I yep. had no idea until yep. like I was in college. Like, holy shit. Right. <laughs> this is comics. <laughs> probably the only, probably the only uh, comic book you know, superhero that was mainstream then was Superman and mm. Batman. Mm. So, yep. you know, had, uh, you know, Michael Keaton's Batman came in, I want. 89, I think. 89, yep. And then uh, Christopher Reeves, his first one was 83. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I believe it was 78. It was 78? Yeah, I believe okay. so. I'm almost 100% so on So only that. the sequels. We can so talk only, about. yes. So yes. We can't <laughs> talk about the first one. <laughs> but this first one is so good. He flies it, so fast around the world that he reverses time. time. <laughs> I mean, it makes complete sense. Yes. I mean, <laughs> and he did it without an Infinity Stone. I know, right? <laughs> Suck it, Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> Come to Krypton, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can. It's dead. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sad. man. <laughs> oh, you can snap your fingers? I can reverse time yeah. by swinging backwards. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Right, this is going to become another Marvel podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but also, kind of going back to the, the like the totally baked mm. idea of movies. I mean, all the time travels in the 80s. You had mm. Back to the Future. You had Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Mm, I mean, yeah. like I said, you have a telephone booth that takes you anywhere in time and space. You have a DeLorean car that's going to take you back to meet your mom who wants to sleep with you. <laughs> no, that wasn't <laughs> the intent really of the look movie. look at Back to the Future. It's a little rapey. I'm not going to lie. It is. Yeah, <laughs> that was, uh... It's actually kind of reverse rapey. It's, it's, it's the girl trying to force herself it's on him. Rape, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. I guess we have to get the pamphlets out again. <laughs> Where on the doll did she touch? Yes. They so, can call it Florence Nightingale syndrome all they want. She was a predator. Yeah. That's what she was. Oh, <laughs> uh, who was on that show to catch a predator? Who was that guy? What was Chris Hansen? Yeah, all of a sudden Chris Hansen comes walking out <laughs> to the car. He's like, "What's going on?" <laughs> Leah Thompson. Have a like, seat over here. <laughs> Leah Thompson's like, "I was just here to hang out." Oh, really? Then why is there beer and condoms here? <laughs> You're oh, after to... we're done recording, I have to show you this thing from College Humor about GameCube and White Claw from, well, there was no White Claw, but it was like, <laughs> you would want to come hang out and play some GameCube, and then it was actually, um, not Danny Glover, um, the guy from Community, uh, the black guy. That's his son. Is it? Yeah. I did not know that. Well, I know his last name's Glover, right? Yeah. I'm assuming it's his Donald Glover. Donald Glover. That's his name. I think, I think that's his son. I'm not 100% on mm-hmm. that, so don't quote me on it. We might have to look that well, up. Well, when SAG, you have to choose your name. You can just choose inspiration. True. True. Um, but he started on collegehumor.com, mm-hmm. and they were talking about being bros. And he's like, you want to play some uh, GameCube? And then, like, somebody trying to be like Chris Hayes, he's like, what's in the backpack? He's like, just, you know, manager drinks and GameCube. It's like, let me see the backpack. It's nothing but giant black dildos. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> what did you think was going to happen here? Yeah. Oh, I just forgot those. I, I forgot yeah. to take them out last time. 
It's <laughs> actually really party. hilarious, but unfortunately <laughs> it took place in 2002 and we can't talk about it too much. So yeah, the, so the 1980s, I, again, I just think it's like you had, they also, like I, I brought up John Hughes, but I wanted to bring that back up again because they also had, that's when like the teen movies were like popular, mm. like movies really made for teens. And John Hughes, Ringwald's, yep. like her, the Brat Pack. Peak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that was her only time frame because, like, she, she really was wasn't in much afterwards. Movie. I yes. remember that, yeah. and, and they talked about. Yeah, <laughs> and yep. she basically just did the monologue from about sixteen candles. She's like, "You'll do this, this, and this, and then you'll fade into obscurity." Yes, <laughs> and I was like, "That's happened to you." <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like uh, there was an episode of Family Guy where uh, Peter has to go back in time because he was like, "What would life be like if I hadn't married Lois?" Oh. And he goes to a bar and meets Molly Ringwald. Yep. And, so, and then he goes back to the present. He's married to her and stuff. But but so death comes to get him from his one day in the past. Mm. And he's like, all right, come on, Peter, let's go. And he's like, hi, Molly. I'll be back in about five years for your career. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get too off topic, but speaking of that episode, we're going to get very off topic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get off topic, but this is going to happen. Yeah. I remember Peter waking up and realizing that he's married to Molly Ringwald, yep. and he's like, maybe it's not that bad. And he's like, all right, it's The Late Show, and with guests Steven Spielberg and author Alex, who gives a crap. And then they're, <laughs> like, they're like, and here's Chevy. And they're like, oh my god, we fucked up really bad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, so like, like I said, with the John Hughes thing, I mean... Before that, in the 70s, well, even later in the 90s, kind of died out. I mean, teen stuff was more for TV shows. Mm. You know, you had your, like, 90210s and stuff like that. Yep. But they really marketed and focused on teens in the in the 80s. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. That's all there was. I mean, really, that's the majority of what the yeah, movies were. Yeah, you had the were. arcade and the movies. Yeah. Mm. I mean... Or the drive-in, because yeah. it was still a big thing back in the back in the 80s. Yeah. And I would assume so. I never movies. went to one, even though we have one here really? in Cuba. Really? Yeah. It's, I've it's, always wanted to go. It's but really I've never fun. been. I think they're opening a new one coming oh, up soon. Oh, well, that'd be cool. Yep. But um, um, the owner of that, if you're listening, give me free tickets. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be my first time going to a drive. Yeah. <laughs> Make a little boy's dream come true. <laughs> Aren't you like almost forty? Thirty six. I'm also six one, so I'm not that little. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like. But yeah, I mean, so aside from the John Hughes ones, but there was there was a lot of other team based movies. I mean, mm. that was. The prime of 80s. The only thing I'd say that was not good about the 80s, <clears throat> the movies were great, but the hairstyles, the clothing, I was oh, not yeah. a fan of that. Like, the, the big hair. I'm not talking about big hair bands, but just in general. Um, but uh, yeah, since and, this is a podcast <clears throat> and this is only audio, uh, Tony is ripping out my hair because I have a lot of it and I put it up into a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> no that one wasn't here. me, actually. That's everybody else. Yeah. No one here <laughs> mentioned Side Show, show Bob. Yeah. So. <laughs> Wait, bitch. I mean... <laughs> I think so, when we get the, on the website, we'll change that photo that I'll have like the side by side, the actual side show Bob and you right there. And I'm trying to justify it that I don't hate it because he's voiced by Kelsey Grammer and he's a great actor. Yeah. I like him. But also, I don't look like that, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so the 80s there, but I know you guys already, you guys already knew this here, but for audience out there, I like a particular year. And that year. Is 1984. Probably. Not the dystopian novel, but the actual year. The actual year, yeah. yes. <clears throat> there was a movie called 1984 based off that novel, but... I've never actually seen it. I read the book it, in high school, and I've never wanted to watch it. Well, there you go. <laughs> so you've already 
you already committed to some of it. You basically yeah. know what the movie is, aside from some directorial, directorial um, creative liberties. Yeah. Uh, you didn't really miss much then. <laughs> um, but no, the, the year 1984, some of, some of the most iconic movies that have come out, and I'm not going to be able to go down the entire list of Gambit, uh, but you've got your, you got your Gremlins, your Ghostbusters. Mm. Who would have thunk I didn't... I, I figured that year for that movie. <laughs> um, there's a comedy, <clears throat> not a lot of people knew about it, Valkyrie was in it, it's called Top Secret. Um, it's kind of like a spoof spy type movie. Really, really funny. Val Kilmer doing humor is hilarious. It, it's super funny. He was in funny. the Kid Genius movie I thought was quite Real hilarious. Genius. Real Genius. Yep. Yes. Oh, that was a great movie too. Yeah. But that was uh, <laughs> one of my favorite lines in that movie is when that um, Ollie Feld is the guy that keeps going into the closet. He's got mm. that secret room in the basement. Mm. <clears throat> and then the kid Mitch keeps finding him and he's like talking to Val Kilmer's character. He's like, he's like, who's that guy that keeps going to our closet? He's like, you seen him too? He's like, yeah. And he's like, Ollifield? And he's like, yeah, why does he keep going to our closet? He's like, why do you keep going to our closet? He's like, to get my clothes. But that's not why he goes in there. He's like, of course not, Mitch. He, you're tw- he's twice your size. Your clothes would never fit him. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, geez, three points ahead of me? Thinks a guy like that can fit in his clothes. <laughs> a lot of great one-liners in that movie, or long-liners, I should say. <clears throat> but yeah, you have you know Val Kilmer at that point, but he did Top Secret. Uh, you know, Splash. Was a was a big Splash one. was a good one. Uh, yes, a great one. You know, we already talked about earlier was the last Starfighter. Yeah, I mean that came out then in nineteen eighty four. I mean, if you look at the the run of movies, I believe Police Academy, mm. uh, Friday the Thirteenth, the Final Chapter, Beverly Hills Cop, Beverly Hills Cop, and I had to look it up just to make sure. But Pee Wee's Big Adventure came out in the eighties. Oh yeah, that was before <laughs> he got caught doing the bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> to our listeners who don't know, he did a very naughty thing in a very public place and got very arrested. <laughs> Spoilers if you didn't realize that from 30 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. if you haven't figured it out by now, Pee-wee it's okay. Herman was an actor. When he knew he was caught, he just said, He's like, He's like, you're, you're, you're a disgusting man. I know you are, but what am I? Yeah. <laughs> That's his dick in his hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was making it top. <laughs> and then the Catch Predator comes out again. Yeah, Chris Hansen sits next <laughs> to him in the movie theater. <laughs> I would love to do, I would love to video edit like all those weird things. Like take that in every weird situation in the movie, then put Chris, Chris Hansen, Hansen in there. Have in a there. seat over there. <laughs> yeah. Just superimpose him in there. Just sit down over here. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, 1984, that was a, that was a super busy year. I mean, mm. it's like, that, that, that year cost a lot of money in the film industry. It and it made, made a, lot. a lot of money. It made a lot of money. You're absolutely right. But I mean, I think, so I, I, like I said, I think it's like, when I say iconic, it's just the movies everybody remembers. I mean, even people who don't traditionally watch movies a lot or are cinephiles uh, like we are. Uh, hey, don't call me that. <laughs> not pedophile, cinephile. <laughs> oh, okay. And Chris Hansen comes out <laughs> to catch a predator. Oh. Is that a knock on our door? <laughs> yeah. So I heard we had some cinephiles going on here. <laughs> it's not what you think, sir. Why don't you just hear liquor on the fridge? <laughs> Well, I am 36, and I went through a global pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, if you tell anybody, even if somebody didn't watch movies all the time, you say Gremlins, or Ghostbusters, or Beverly Hills Cop, you name any one of those, everybody's going to know it. So, that's why I say... (laughs) The one theme? I love the movies, I've seen all of them, but that's the one thing I will... Never forget. It's that theme song. Yep. It's well, so still, iconic. They still play the song on the radio yeah. to this day. My, and it's such an earworm, too. That thing will be in your uh-huh. head all fucking day. Yep. 
My, my favorite one-liner from there is when he pulls up to like the fancy restaurant and he's still got the busted up blue Nova. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he like gives him a five. He's like, hey, man, put this place somewhere nice because all this shit happened last time I came here. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when in the first movie where he gets thrown through an actual window and the cops try to arrest him. Like, yeah. You were assaulting. They threw me through a window. Why are you not arresting them? <laughs> Like, oh, By the way, if you're listening him. on headphones, I apologize for shouting so much. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we can fix that in post. <laughs> you're not going to fall for no banana no tailpipe? It's like, you got to say it like, like a man. Hey, hang you? around this dude over here. He's like, hey, man, I can fall for no banana my tailpipe, all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> 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 oh, man, but I think some of the other ones I've mentioned, uh, Splash, it was like... Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks in his early career. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and what a great cast in that one. You had John Candy, you had Eugene Levy, Daryl Hannah. Mm-hmm. And a that. mermaid. Like, you can't go Daryl Hannah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, she was a mermaid. Yes, I mean, yep. Like I said, the 80s were a weird fucking time. They were. Yeah, we got a mermaid that meets a man, and then, you know, some weird guy with bushy eyebrows is trying to expose her, mm-hmm. sprays her down with a hose outside of a... I can't remember what they were at the movie theater. Movie or theater. Like, uh, he tries to do it in a restaurant. Yep. And he's always getting hurt himself. Like, yeah. He, it finally, comes in. And he's like in a full yeah. body cast at one well, point. Well, because he keeps spraying the wrong woman. <laughs> her husband keeps beating yeah. the crap out. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but those were great. So I mean, again, weird concepts. Hmm. You know, um, one of the weirdest ones that came out, if I remember, it wasn't in '84, but it was in the '80s. It was a uh, they did the Garbage Pail Kids came out. I don't know if you remember I remember those. the toys. I don't remember the actual movie. Well, if you remember the toys of the trading cards, yeah. multiply the disgusting factor by about 50 for the live action movie. <laughs> Sounds like I have to watch this movie. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> On the homework list. <laughs> Before we go, um, keep going. In 1984, a movie called Chud was released. Yes, yeah, so Chud was that like a B-horror all- movie. It was about these like noc- nocturnal underground ke- creatures that were living in the sewers. Or one creature and it was killing people. I believe there was, it was it was, either the Chud movie or there was another movie in the eighties similar to it that Bruce Campbell was in. He was mm. in the sequel to it. It might have been Maniac Cop, but mm. but yeah, Chud though. Uh, and there's a there's a sequel to Chud. It's called Chud Two. Bud the Chud, I think. And, and ah. <laughs> like the first one was supposed to be like actual gore horror. Yeah. And then the second one becomes a comedy. So it's like uh, they just lean into the B movie aesthetic. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it's, like, actually, like, more of a comedy. So, like, the zombie guy or the chud-type guy in the second one, he's, like, living a normal life, just kind of walking around zombie-like, but real fucking goofy. So it's, like, <laughs> totally off the beaten path of what the first movie was. <laughs> but, yeah, this... Yeah, because I can't... I think it's, like, something hybrid underground dwellers. Yeah, it looks like it should be an acronym. It is an acronym. Okay. But, yeah, it's, it, but if you can look it up, though, but it, it's... I want to say it's, like, something hybrid underground dwellers. I can't remember what the C stands for. <laughs> it could be, I never know. And that one female listener we have just And left. we'll edit yeah. that in post. Yeah. <laughs> Went down from a 9% female followership down to zero. Like, how do we get negative? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even, the, even the non-binary people refused. To. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm going to identify as a woman just so I can be negative about this. <laughs> just for this minute. I would say I'm sorry, but I'm not really. <laughs> Well, so, uh, you know, we did have, already have a remake, reboot podcast, but mm. we uh, we do have a 
blockbuster that was in 1984 that got a cult cult following, Dune, that mm-hmm. is currently about to be re-released. Yup. With a star-studded cast. Very mm-hmm. massive star-studded <laughs> cast. <laughs> but, I mean, the original, I um, I remember watching it on on um, the Sci-Fi channel, and, you know, cuts off all the all the cool stuff, so I end up... Like finally, the hand melting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I finally end up renting it, and I'm like, going back and looking at it, at, at all, you know, Patrick Stewart, and... Um, Sting. And Sting in there. <laughs> I'm like, wasn't that guy a singer? <laughs> <laughs> but now we have Jason Momoa. Yeah, now we have Jason Momoa and Oscar Isaac, and it's... Dave Batista's in this movie. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna be, uh, it's, it's gonna be really good, I think. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, but that... I mean that back in the day, just looking at everything the the spice, the spice. <laughs> I'm sure if I watched it back in the day before I was 35, I wouldn't have fallen asleep. But last year when I tried to watch it, I literally was asleep in my easy chair trying to watch this movie. Well, if you have it in some of your uh, you know special stuff, <laughs> you won't fall asleep. You'll be freaking the hell out. <laughs> You'll be leaned up by the TV, <laughs> looking like the girl from Poltergeist. Yeah. They're here. <laughs> didn't that come out in the 80s too poltergeist yeah yes it did i'm not sure if you want to check it, i'm not sure if it came out in 84 but it may have it may have came out a little later uh but another couple iconic ones in 84 the terminator 82 actually 82 yeah. terminator yes, came out in 84 i mean arnold schwarzenegger you can't beat him arnold you know with his five i, I don't even want to try yeah, no. <laughs> even at his age, he will beat the shit out yeah. of me. <laughs> he is here to pump you up. <laughs> well, he had two movies in the in eighty four. He had uh, Conan and the Destroyer came yes. out in eighty four as well. So yes. it's like Arnold was a busy guy, and I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> how do you have long hair in this one? He's like one set doing the Terminator, and the other one he just gets grows long hair. He's like, okay, I've I've already pumped my iron. Let's go. Give me the sword. <laughs> we have to get through the chop. No wrong movie. <laughs> He accidentally still has the makeup on yeah. the Terminator. He's like got he's, one eye as yeah, a robot. Got the Terminator eye. <laughs> it's like Arnold. It's not cut, a tumor. Cut, yes, it's not a tumor. <laughs> cut, Arnold. You're on the wrong set. Just stop it. Stop it right now. You're supposed to be in the He-Man looking outfit right now. <laughs> you have a loincloth. No. I am here. I have my gun. <laughs> I must kill John Connor. Yeah. <laughs> there is no John Connor in this universe. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Some girl walks up to Conan. He's like, Santa Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, so yeah, you have those great movies. I mean, just it's mm. it, the, the list is on and on and on. And there's a bunch of B movies in there too that were, if, if you're, Heavy into movies, you know them, but um, not everybody does. Uh, but it, it's just a long list of movies mm. that, that go on and on. But the 80s in general, so we're going to talk about the decade. I don't want to flood it just by that year. Um, so what was your guys' some of your favorite things about the 80s movies? Uh, I, I, they, Everything? They shaped me. <laughs> um, yeah, 10 years after I was born, I went back and watched all those movies. Exactly, <laughs> yes, when I could actually appreciate them. Yeah. <laughs> I understand mean, what they are. <laughs> you know, Top Gun, I've you know, mentioned before, mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi, 83, mm-hmm. um, Howard the Duck, you know, and then you have, um, you have, you know, some really good baseball movies coming out of there. 
Major League was in the 80s, wasn't Major it? Major League, yes. yes. Just a bit outside. <laughs> I, uh, I, I used to be in a softball league, and we would sit in the dugout whenever me and two other people that you know would have been beautiful in this podcast as well, <laughs> we would just sit there and mess with our friend who was the pitcher, and anytime he'd throw a ball, oh, just a bit outside. <laughs> How can they lay off pitches this good? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me Jesus Christ couldn't hit a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Nobu. <laughs> mess with Jobu Rum. Very bad. <laughs> Shoot, no mess with Jobu Rum. <laughs> we got a problem. He wants to slaughter a chicken. <laughs> they give him a can. Of yeah, like a bunch of fried <laughs> This is one whole chicken. <laughs> Takes the the dead snake and he's trying to do the cross on his locker. And so make he doesn't, he doesn't get, get the a, pink slip. Yeah, the yeah. red tag. <laughs> he kisses. He's like <laughs> <laughs> Willie, Willie Mays Hayes. Willie Mays Hayes. What was it? Hits like Mays, runs like Hayes, or hits like Hayes, runs like Mays. One of those two. Say well, that five times in a row. <laughs> well, you, you one may of those run, two, one of those two, one of those two. One he of those said two, you may run two. like Hayes, but you hit like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, the uh, so many good one-liners in there. It's like when he catches the fly ball. Great catch, Hayes. Don't ever fucking do it again. <laughs> <laughs> the coach was, was probably one of my favorite characters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're wondering if you'd like to coach the Cleveland Indians. Uh, I don't know. I got a guy on the other line about some white walls. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, uh, no, you, this is Major League, man. I don't know, man. Yeah. So, sounds like the neighbor in office space. Hey, Peter, yeah. man. Um, yeah. Can we know. just pretend you can't hear me through the wall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, like you're saying, so you shaped you? Or, yes, you know, uh, it, you it definitely, I mean, uh, I, I loved how the, just, just the humor that, you know, a lot of it you definitely couldn't get away with any of it. Oh, now. God, no. Um, but just I mean, the, and that's fair. There are a lot of racist stuff yes, in those old movies. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, and and um, but the even alongside of all that, just the combination of of movies that you could get from that era, like you know, eighty four, you know, as you said, just massive amounts of high profile movies mm-hmm. that came out there, and you could sit down and watch ten of them and get something different. From all of them, whereas, oh, you know, I kind of feel a little bit nowadays, <laughs> you'll have 10 movies that come out the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I love John Wick, but now... There's like the, four clones of that movie. Exactly, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, With like oh, three on John the way. Wick did so great, <laughs> let's yeah, yep. go ahead and remake Bubba Yaga 500 times. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like we talked in some of the other podcasts, nowadays it's all about the money. The money, mm-hmm. yep. And they know that people are going to go see it. So it's it, they can just throw out whatever garbage or clone or duplicate whether it's good or bad they they're just hey it makes money yeah but it's not original doesn't matter it's gonna make money i I feel yeah i feel like it's more today's movie market is more metric driven than actual Mm. you know artistic vision driven but thankfully we still get those artistic movies yes yes absolutely like the artist i don't know if you guys saw that movie that movie was really dope it was black and white john goodman um a star-studded cast, but it was set like it was in the 50s. It was just a drama from back then, oh. and it was really tastefully done. Like, a, Jennifer Lawrence was in it. I was trying to remember her name. That's why I didn't say it earlier. <laughs> Sorry. Exactly. 
That may be the reason why I turned it on. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so that's cool. So what about you, Patrick? What is your, for 80s movies, what, what is the thing that you liked about them? <clears throat> I don't know if I can say specifically what I liked about them, because like you both have said, they're a diverse uh, movies that came out in the 80s. It's really hard to say that I just liked it because they did this. Mm-hmm. But I did want to, I have a, Folks listening to this can't see it, but I have a webpage of every 80s movie that came out. And two of them caught my eye immediately. And I really, I'm sure if I sat down and thought about it, like, what year did these movies come out? I would have said, oh, the 80s, obviously. But one of them is The Lost Boys. Oh, great movie. That's a fantastic yes. It's the first movie I remember seeing Kiefer Sutherland in. Yep. And back when I first watched it, I was a little kid. When I say little kid, but I was, it was in the 90s, so I was in middle school coming into high school, maybe even freshman in high school, and I watched it, and I was like, this is dumb. Are they vampires? They're not vampires. They're just hooligans. <laughs> and then I watched it again, and I was like, this is the dopest vampire movie I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> it's still rendered as one one of the best vampire movies out there, I, I believe. I think they would be I have no doubt. That and Interview <laughs> with a Vampire, two greatest yep. vampire movies ever. And Interview with a Vampire I would like to talk about, but I think that came out in like the mid-90s. Yeah, that came out later. Yeah. yeah. That was a later on one, which we can talk about that mm. in another episode. But mm. yeah, we Brad can always, Pitt, we can always do comparisons. Yeah. Uh, I just Here's love it. In, in, in The Lost Boys, though, it's a great thing. He's, uh, when they're talking to uh, Corey Haim's character, the, the the other kids that are obsessed with all the vampire stuff in the mm. comic book, pray we never have to call you. He's like, I pray that I will never have to call you. <laughs> <laughs> And then the grandfather, he's like, this hot town used to be great until all those damn vampires. <laughs> it's like he knew about it the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> and just rewatching that movie is a little bit older. Like, that's a fantastic movie that came out in the 80s. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and like I said, if I had sat down and, like, thought about when did The Lost Boys come out and watched, like, 30 seconds of it, like, that's the 1980s, if I've ever seen it before. <laughs> um. And another movie that immediately caught my eye, and we may do another podcast about this. I'm a little unsure because I'm pretty sure I'm the only one here who actually likes anime movies. But um, Akira came out in the 80s, and that's one of my favorite anime movies of all time. Uh, Tony, I don't know, you're a big, you into anime at all? Uh, Only some, like, not so much anymore, but like, back when I was younger, like, I watched, like, Heavy metal. Uh, oh, okay. Obviously, in the well, 80s, like, Transformers, the like, movie came out. Japanese anime movies. <clears throat> so, The Fist of the North Star was the only one that I can think of that I remember. Oh, okay. So, your homework is to go watch literally everything from Studio Ghibli. Okay. I might... Start with Akira. <laughs> That's not Studio Ghibli, but yeah. <laughs> start with Akira. But start with Akira. Akira okay. was um, a groundbreaking Japanese anime that came out in the 80s, and it didn't really explore um, any, like, specific feelings or being a youth back then it was just about this one kid who wanted to be you know who wanted to hurt everyone he turned into a giant blob monster and the guy who had to kill him or defeat him rode a motorcycle and that's basically the cover the kid walking up to a motorcycle (laughs) all right and like i said it's been years since i've um seen this movie i just remember it was being it was influential to me because that's what got me into japanese anime yeah I love Japanese. I love it. Like, my Netflix right now, like, we recommend Japanese anime. And, like, <laughs> I like that about you. <laughs> if there's any Japanese anime uh, sponsors that want to, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to plug you. In Funimation, just give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just bought Country Roll for, like, $2.9 billion or something like that. 
I guess we should start making some Japanese animation. Yes, yes. Yeah, we are all highly skilled animators. <laughs> yes. We could totally do this. I could totally draw a stick figure. Yes, that's awesome. There we go. This is going to quickly devolve into hentai. That's all I, <laughs> <laughs> I can picture this going. <laughs> warning. Yeah. Warning. Warning. <laughs> Tentacles are coming. Warning. Warning. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so that's another one that caught my eye. It was Akira because... It really didn't shape, like Gavin, it, it shaped him. It really didn't shape me. It just got me into the yeah. genre. Yeah. Well, it influenced you. Or, yeah. or you or, it, it, it showed me a world, not a world, but <laughs> a new taste that I didn't know I knew about or even liked. Mm-hmm. So I watched that one and it got me really hooked. And then, you know, I was hooked. Absolutely. Oh, that's great, man. And then looking at the list, They Live and Bloodsport came out in the 80s. And those are just two fantastic movies. Well, I love They Live. Well, I love Bloodsport, too. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. <laughs> Kumite. <laughs> Kumite. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds better when you separate it like they actually said it. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we're going to make a great song. As they, they, they've used that throughout history. Like, uh, you know, they make uh, make an aftershave. Uh, what's, the, what's our commercial going to be? Just say our name. Bye, Menon. <laughs> oh great and then we'll have another one hot pocket <laughs> thank you Jim Gaffigan I'm sorry I stole your shit special thanks yeah. I was just going to say special, special thanks, thanks. <laughs> but I think I think for me also even though I've kind of already talked about why I like it so much but something I didn't bring up earlier because technology wasn't fully there at the time to be <clears throat> what it is today um, the 80s just like even the other generations prior to that or decades, they really had to focus on interesting ideas and dialogue. Mm. Like they were very, they had to be good, have to, had to be well-written, you know, well, mm. good dialogue. And the people had to be able to deliver that dialogue. They had to have good <coughs> acting back then. They yeah. can't just throw them in front of a green screen. Yeah. And I literally just thought of this. A great example of that is the thing. Oh yeah. John Carpenter. Yeah. But, um, the fact that you only you don't see the monster very much in that movie. So the, what gives you the fear and the intensity is not only the acting, but it was great writing and it was great framework. I yep. guess uh, cinematography is the word I'm looking yep. for. So like to add on to your point, back then they had to do it that way. Well, I mean, take Jaws <clears throat> for example. You didn't really see the shark until the end. Yeah, but you were scared when the people were in the time. water. You were on the edge of your seat. This may make you cry, but I didn't see that movie until I was like 34. And Jaws? I, yeah. And, oh, I, I was, and we're cut shut missing <laughs> down here now. What? <laughs> what? And I was, what? When I saw it what? as a 34 year old, I was not that intimidated by it. What? <laughs> How do you not watch Jaws? Oh, we're sorry, we must cut to a commercial break as Tony's head is about to explode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And oh. Patrick is murdered. <laughs> I am on heart medication right now because of this man. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, I'm glad at least you finally saw it, and I'm mm. proud, but... <laughs> I think it, proud is a strong word. If, if he had met you two years ago, you would be dead. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. He would have put those eye clamps to hold my eyes open and yeah. forced me to watch yes. it. Yeah. It would have been clockwork orange. Yes, it would have. <laughs> we'll just be sitting on each side of you with the eye drops in. <laughs> you get a drink of water when you're done with this movie, <laughs> and then we're going to go to the beach right afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't think I told you guys that. So, the first time... Uh, I saw Jaws, uh, Jaws when after it came out. So yeah, I didn't see it when it first came out because I wasn't alive then. Um, but it was the first time my 
father was going to take me to the beach when I was like, remember going to the beach. I think I was like five, four or five or something. And he's like, before we do, I want you to watch a movie. And he made me watch Jaws. And he's like, all right, now we're going to the beach. So my father had, had a weird, twisted sense about him where he he made me watch Nightmare I mean, that's a nice sugarcoating way of saying he, that was kind of fucked up. Yeah. No, the worst <laughs> one was he made me watch Nightmare on Elm Street before bedtime. He's like, hey, before we go to bed, we're going to watch something I should have known. And then as soon as that movie was over, and I was like... Really sure he... That came out in 84, too, by the way. Yeah. Um, I really so, hope he was arrested at some point. <laughs> so I was six years old. He makes me watch it. And he's like, all right, now go to bed. <laughs> I like... Kind of like you just telling me Jaws that you haven't seen it until you're 34. What? I, <laughs> uh, I, I'm not sure where to go with that. I'm really thankful that my dad, the first R-rated movie he let me watch was Cliffhanger. Okay. Which came out in 1984, actually. Nice. And I still, to this day, it's one of Stallone's greatest movies. Oh, Only yeah. because it was the first R-rated movie I was allowed to watch. <laughs> really? That, that sets right. the bar right there. Yep. For... That... And don't get me wrong, Judge watch. Dredd was great, mm-hmm. but Cliffhanger... There well, were cliffs. Cliffhanger's yeah. a good movie. <laughs> um, I, I was able to watch a lot of them, like in '84. Like even um, I think Revenge. Oh of the no! Bears I'm out. sorry. Yeah. I brought up Cliffhanger, and I said 1984. I was wildly wrong. Came out nine years later, 1993. Well, you said though it was a good you movie. Are, so yeah. You said it was the first R-rated movie you were able to see. You didn't say mm. it was in '84, though. No, so. but I, I just like a moment ago, I said I believe that came out in 1984. Oh. I was wildly wrong. I'm sorry, I probably didn't hear that. I was still hearing you hadn't seen Jaws till '34. <laughs> so that's really all I'm going to hear from now on. I'm going to try to edit this later, and all I'm going to hear is just... <laughs> you're going to hear this one part that I said, oh, I didn't see it until two years ago, and then you're just going to hear loud circus music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if I'm not here for next week's podcast, probably because I'm dead from shock. Dead, <laughs> 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 oh man! But yeah, so you had to have and, and those are like good points. Though. Like the thing, um, mm-hmm. even though Jaws was in '84, but you know the thing when that came out. Speaking uh, of writing a script, though, where mm-hmm. you don't see the bad guy or the the monster, but yeah. yet you can still be fully afraid and believe it. Oh yeah, it was, was one incredible. of the most terrifying movies I ever yes. watched. But like you saw the monster like twice. Yeah. Once mm-hmm. it was on the roof and they were trying to shoot it, and then they set it on fire around the snow. When but it that became thing. that weird yeah. like dog, yeah. something. Hybrid, <laughs> and that to this day I don't want to ever see that again. Yeah. But I remember that movie being incredibly <clears throat> awesome because of it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They, they sadly they try to remake that too, and it just well they could. Well, eat it's my also dick. like uh, Aliens. Yeah, the know, first the very, the very first one. You know, you see the monster, you just see like clips, mm. like they turn around and the monster's there, and then you just hear dead air or either someone screaming. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, you know, that was a very big thriller, too. I remember the first time I saw that, and it, it scared the life out of me. Not not even near the end when the alien, when you actually saw the alien, but when it, that one pops out of his chest. Oh, yeah. Just seeing that scene, I, because I, I was a kid when I first saw it, I was like, I can't watch this. It was like, nope. So, fun fact, before I saw that, which I did watch, you're welcome. Alien? Yeah. Okay, thank you. So, I did see the chest burst, but before I saw that, I actually watched Spaceballs first, and they oh, parried ah, that, ah, yes, and the little yes. alien comes out and starts doing, like, a song and dance. And it's the same actor, and he's like, not again. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember asking my mom, like, what, what is this? What's going on? She's like, when you're older, we'll watch another movie. I'm like, okay. And then I saw Alien, I was like, oh... I get it. Wait, no. So Andy, as Barb was like, Miss, what did he order? He had the special. I ordered the special. I ordered Can the I special. change my order? I want the soup. <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> um, so while we were talking, um, I looked up a couple of more movies that I 
thought came out in the 80s, but I wasn't 100% sure. But I love these two movies. And speaking of, to the fact that the 80s had to have great cinematography, directing, and acting without really visual effect, The Fly comes to mind. Oh, absolutely. And <clears throat> so for the whole... I don't know. Have you seen The Fly? Yes. With Jeff Goldblum? Mm-hmm. Good. All right. So I didn't die this time. Um, but the whole... <laughs> I love that movie. But the whole movie is about him turning into a fly, and like every now and then something will happen, like his teeth will fall out, or he's crawling on the ceiling. And it's not until like the very end where they put literally probably their whole entire budget outside of Jeff Goldblum to turn him into this melting fly corpse thing that crawls out of the pod. And I thought that was fantastic. Another scene that made me sick and, and made me fear, just like the alien in, in Alien, mm-hmm. uh, was the scene where he's... Not full on mutated, but he's getting close to it. And that one guy's, and he's talking to her. Uh, I think Gina Davis was in that, if I remember correctly. I think so. Um, let's fact check that. Don't don't quote me yet. But he, he's talking about how he has to eat now, and he basically has to puke up that that acid stuff and it's uh, slurping. It was Gina about Davis. His, I'm getting sick talking about. It, but then that guy that's he's fighting, he, he spits up that stuff on his arm, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then it basically just melts. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's like, it's so disgusting. And uh, going back to the thing, talking about John Carpenter, Escape from New York came out in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it did. Love Escape from New York. Although I will say I watched Escape from L.A. first, and then my my mom, who got me into movies clearly, said, you should go watch the first one. And it was Escape from New York. And when I remember watching, like, this doesn't look like Escape from L.A. Well, it came out 10 years before that movie, so <laughs> it was a little bit 80s style. And, <laughs> but... I love that movie to this day. Like mm-hmm. Escape from New York, it's it was the inspiration for one of my favorite video games. But we've already talked about that in another podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I think also, um, so eighties, it goes back to eighty four. So one we didn't mention yet, which everybody knows and they should know because now there's a Netflix show based off it. Is the Karate Kid came out? The first Karate yes. Kid came out in nineteen eighty four. You, the original Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was with a shittier soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because it wasn't techno. <laughs> but, you know, you had that, and so that spawned a whole series of films. And, you know, obviously, 30 years later, yeah. now they bring it back as Cobra Kai on, on Netflix. And which it's is a huge success. And I'll just mm-hmm. say this right now. I know we don't talk t- TV shows really, but it's a great show. Yeah. I should, love Cobra Kai. We should have an episode or two about TV shows. I mean, yeah. we can. We can yeah. mix them in, because uh, obviously they relate. A lot of them are based off movies. Mm. And we definitely don't talk about Family Guy every time we... Turn on the mic. No, of course I don't know what you're not. Talking about. Yeah, no, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> yeah, hear me out. All right, um, but no. So you have that, and then like, like I say, Cobra Kai, those a phenomenal show. It's it's so in some ways corny and cheesy. Yes, like I'm not gonna say it's stellar acting. I wouldn't say that at all. But the fight scenes are they're really well choreographed. Good. They're, yes. they're well they're well done. The music's good in it. Uh, it's good to see the growth in there. But then you go back and you like young Daniel Larusso. Well, because from they bring back. Danny and and um, Johnny Johnny from Johnny Lawrence you know, from their heyday in high school. Oh yeah, and you know Johnny, I, I just I love his character. He hasn't changed no. at all. He's still driving that same. Well, he ends up getting a new one, but he's driving that busted ass. Oh, oh also spoilers. I haven't seen season four yet. Oh no no, like you know his when he starts out, he's got. I haven't seen the newest season. Oh, season three, yeah, very good. You should watch. Well, at the end of the first one, he you know. Gets the yeah. the new uh, the new Mustang. Yep, <laughs> but he's still got the busted you know car. 
He's driving around listening to have you know the eighties hair bands. Yep. And he's trying to teach kids, come on, man, you want to be badass or not? <laughs> like, yeah, he still talks like, like he's in the yeah, 80s, yeah, the like same a... phrases. <laughs> chicks get, get, or kicks get chicks. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Chicks? It's like that guy from Virginia who played quarterback in high school and never mm. just like leaves his hometown. And just like, I remember back in the day, do that bomb. That's that's him. <laughs> he's basically he's still living in the basement. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Parents' yeah. basement. <laughs> the glory days. But yeah, so I, I think that's a great show. But you know, based off obviously, it started from the movie The Karate Kid, which still that kick scene at the very end. It's probably one of the most iconic kick yep, scenes. I would say probably the one of the most famous kicks ever in movie history. Yeah. Crane <clears throat> technique. The crane one technique. Yep. Correct. No can defend. <laughs> yes. Outside of Patrick Swayze's Roadhouse, um, yep. spin kick. What yep. are they Roundhouse. Thank you. Roundhouse. Roundhouse I would, and Roadhouse. I would disagree. Chuck Norris is better. <clears throat> The, like this, and, if, words. and if you don't, and if you don't think so, Chuck Norris around cat around house. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out of the closet again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone say my kick wasn't as good. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Swayze! Why are you dead? I need you to come save me. <laughs> but I, so, like I said, there are a lot of great kicks in, in movie mm. history. That is just one of the most iconic ones. I think it's like everybody yes. knows that. If you were to do that little crane maneuver, everybody knows yeah. what's that, mm-hmm. what that's yeah. from. It also get your ass beat because it's not really. <clears throat> Functional as a martial arts move. Yes, <laughs> it's a defensive move. Yeah. It is not an offensive move, which yeah. is what everyone tries to use yeah. it for. <laughs> well, it's like also it's like when someone's trying to teach you that their moves, and they're like, "All right, come at me like this," and they got their arm. Are right, you have a knife face down? All right, yeah. come at me like this. Like who the hell comes yeah. at somebody exactly like that every time? It's like you know you're getting attacked by someone. It's like wait, 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 wait. No, come at me like this instead. <laughs> no, over the head. Yeah. <laughs> I would have defended it if he would have come at me like this. <laughs> but instead he just walked up to me and stabbed me and then yeah. walked away. I didn't know how to defend myself against that. Now I am bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> I should have been bobbing and weaving, man. <laughs> I was thinking he was zagging. Yeah. Couldn't do anything. Uh, but yeah, so... Uh, I'll go ahead, sir. No, I was just going to say, you know, again, but just like the kicks or certain things. It's just, I keep using the term, but just iconic. It's like every, even outside 84, the eighties, so many things are out there. So many quotes came from movies from the eighties. Um, obviously, you know, back to future is very well known and everybody uses it. Hello. Hello, McFly. Think like who doesn't use that anymore? Everybody uses that or or you say it. Um, you know, you take from Beverly Hills cop, you know, from anything, um, you know, last starfighter, popular movie probably not everybody's going to quote that unless they love the movie yeah. or they really know it but they know what the movie is right <clears throat> so and some of the most iconic vehicles in the 80s i mean you know just you got your delorean you know yep. you got your, your phone booth. telephone booth i mean uh mr miyagi's old cars you know in, in the karate kid like mm-hmm. everybody knows those things like if mm-hmm. you saw that you'd be like daniel still had them you know yep. in, in cobra kai <clears throat> but just uh just looking at it overall you can say that the 80s really just stood out in every oh, way, 100%. shape, or form. And not just because of everything was neon then, no. too. But well, yeah. One movie that came out in the 80s that wasn't neon was The Goonies. Yep. That yes. is a fantastic one. You know, that's also... It gave known... us Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Goonies. <laughs> and Samwise Gam- uh, Gamgen. Yeah. Whatever. Gamgen. And Thanos. And Thanos. Yes. yes. That was Josh yes. Brolin. Josh Brolin has uh, developed into quite the movie villain. <laughs> if you could go back He's also in, in Dune, by the way. Yeah. If you go back in time and meet Josh Brolin while he's on a set of Goonies, be like, listen, 
Everything's going to be fine. Your yeah, yeah, you're going to be perfect. Dude, yeah. you're going to be good to go. You're going to be Abraham Lincoln. You're going to be Thanos. Who? Here's a comic. Read it. This is going to be a giant purple guy. He's like, am I going to have to gain weight? No. We're going to do it all in CGI. You're just going to do the voice. Yeah, you're, just... you're going to be okay. All right? You're actually going to nail it. <laughs> so don't worry about it. This is not your heyday. Yeah. I mean, it's a good day. Yeah, touche. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be awesome if they went back in Goonies and when they're like on the ship, when they find the treasure and they're going through the jewels, if they actually had the Infinity Stones <laughs> in there? It's like, here's an Easter egg for also, 30 years later. I also love it from uh, from Deadpool, you know, that one of his digs at Josh Brolin was, zip it, one-eyed Willie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's another way, you know, from Deadpool, like he played Cable. Like, yep. Cable was a very popular X-Men character. Yeah. Uh, a little my bit, buddy's favorite. Yeah, so. came in a little bit later, but mm-hmm. he was still because I believe it was from the story that he was from the future. Yeah, yeah. from the future. Yeah, so when he had That's the X Men series, too. they had the future versions, you know, the mm-hmm. later on versions. But you need to be like, dude, you're going to be two major Marvel comic characters. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to be one of the most well known presidents ever. Um, and I mean, and even though I don't, <laughs> I don't say this is a good thing, but you know, you're going to be the president. You know, the other president, because I was talking about Lincoln when I said the most well-known, yeah. Yeah. not George W. Bush, which he did play yep. him, too. Yeah. <clears throat> Fun like, story about Josh Brolin. I'm, this is going to sound like I know him. I really don't. <laughs> Spoilers, he doesn't know him. Yeah, I don't know Josh Brolin. <clears throat> Sorry, but, Josh, if you're listening to this. Yeah, I mean, I want to know you. Give me a call. But, five, five, five. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I... Uh, friend of mine his name is josh and he's really into skydiving he's done like 120 jumps or something like that he just loves skydiving i think he's an idiot but he loves it i'm not jumping out of a fully functioning plane if the pilot jumps i'm learning how to fly right then and there (laughs) but he's a different story but i digress so i found a skydiving video on instagram so i was like i'll send this to my friend josh so i typed in josh and then i just hit send at the first name that popped up mainly because the first name should be the josh from my friends list no because it was right after Infinity War, Josh Brolin, uh, Broylin popped up first, and I sent him a skydiving video. I think to this day he hasn't even looked at the damn message, but I Instagram, I DM'd um, Josh Brolin. <laughs> I tried to slide in there. Some friend is like, He's, he's like, at some point, this is like Skydive, but I know there's going to be like a dick This weirdo's going to be sending me something. I'm not falling for this again. I'm actually looking at my Instagram to see if I can find the message and see if he's actually looked at it. Just randomly emailed or DM Josh Brolin. Yeah. So that actually happened. I'm not lying. Oh, that is too funny, man. But yeah, so. I would would come in with, you know, there was, uh, from the 80s, there was one of the larger iconic childhood movies that I remember growing up. was uh, the Never Ending Story? Oh, oh, absolutely. Uh, nineteen eighty-eight. And... Oh, I love Falcor. He's my bro. Yes, <laughs> actually, nineteen eighty-four. Was was it eighty-four? Yes, it is. Okay, okay. Touche, sir. <laughs> Thank you, nineteen eighty-four <1984 laughs> again. <laughs> we love you. Oh, I love I love the Never Ending Story. Yes, I and... thought that was phenomenal. I mean, any kids' fantasy world. Yes, that hit you it have right there. Giant talking <laughs> rock. You have. The nothing, the big puppy dog dragon. Yes, Uh But uh, the horse was Artex. Atreyu mm-hmm. was, was the he was a like Indian. He was supposed to be kind of sort of. Yeah, think, he looked like a Native American. Yeah, he, it, well, he was supposed to be like the village tracker. And yeah, 
Yeah. So and, so and he gets get... the full he gets you know <clears throat> the full blessing of the of the tribe to go save. That's right. The the realm. <laughs> I like that giant turtle thing that kept sneezing and knocking. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was now I don't know this because I didn't research that much into that. Like I just love the movie. I've seen it a billion times, but. Was that partially like Jim Henson? I think so. Yes, it may have, like yes. some of the because there was a ton of puppetry in it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Because I, I definitely with the turtle, it looked very Jim Hensony. I wasn't sure about the rock biter and, and the and yeah, and the rock biter and the snail. Remember the snail? Yes. He's like, you're gonna ride a snail. He's like, it's a fast snail. That is a fast snail. <laughs> <laughs> it just like takes off. There's smoke that runs up. <clears throat> and what was it? The the oracle that that weird those weird elf. Husband and wife people or whatever, they ended up uh, treating. Well, look at me, looking at it. I haven't seen this movie forever. What? I've seen it, just not recently. And now Gavin's head is about to explode. I, I, you I, want the, some of my heart, man? The glove don't fit. You must quit. <laughs> <laughs> but you remember, like the, that elf couple, or they they reminded me of elves. They they treated him. He when he got sick and he had to go to the oracle. They they were the ones that led him to right. the oracle. Yes. <clears throat> and then he had to look at himself in mm-hmm. that mirror thing or whatever, but. No, that's a that's a phenomenal movie. They kind of ruined it a little bit when they you know try to make two sequels, but and, I only knew one of them. And another one that has um, resurged on Netflix with a um, with a TV show <coughs> is The Dark Crystal. Oh, another yeah. one. Speaking of Jim I, Henson, yes, that oh, was, that Jim, was Henson, Jim Henson. Yeah, but Jim Henson was not involved in the movie. Okay, no, okay, I was one hundred percent. That's why I wanted. But I mean, to make it sure. does seem like a movie he would be involved. <laughs> yeah, it gives his like artwork. Yeah, in the background. he did yeah. the Dark Crystal. He did Willow, and Never Ending Story kind of just like fits right in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. And Willow came out in the eighties, I believe too. Yes, it yeah. did. Yes, it did. I love Willow, but yeah, the the, the Dark Crystal too. I mean, that was. An yes. insanely crazy shit movie. Right. And, I and, love it. And the show on Netflix, they, I think they used like the original puppets. From they did. <laughs> they used the original artwork. And, yeah. and it's, I, I like it. I, I, I watched the first season and it, I thought it was really good. I did watch it, but I didn't see the movie. I oh, know okay. your heads might pop from that one, but I didn't see the Dark Crystal. No, because that one was one of those, you know, there's this far away, there's absolutely no human presence there. Yeah. It's, you know, it's all these... Different other Birds early and creatures. Rats. <laughs> yeah. Like the elflings, weren't they? Uh, weren't they elflings. Yes. yes. <clears throat> I just remember he had to play the whistle to make the right crystal light up yep. in the movie, in the, in the original movie. And then you had the the um, the potties. Was that what they were called? The pod people? Like the, the shorter. Yeah, I can't remember the ex- exactly what they were called, but that's it sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, it was the Skeksis and the Mystics. Mm. And they were actually like an ancient race that were, you know, once one, and then they split. Mm. And then, you know, the Skeksis ended up trying to, they were supposed to take over and lead the world and hover over the Dark Crystal, but they kept using it to steal life. Yeah. So that was the bad part. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even though it wasn't, well, it was a movie, and I believe it was in the 80s, but it was a cartoon, though, that I didn't, that I forgot about, besides the Transformers, was The Secret of Nim. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. I know that I've never seen it. I know no. the name though. I've so, never seen that one. All right, so it's very. It's kind of reminded me a little bit, kind of like the Dark Crystal. It's nothing, nothing like it, but it's. It, and it's nineteen eighty two. Nineteen eighty two. All right, so yeah, if you get a chance and you want to watch, it's a kids movie. I mean, it was back then, so but it's it's popular. Like, um, a couple of friends of mine they brought it up the other day. They're like, "Remember the Secret of Nim?" I'm like, "Oh my god, I do! <laughs> like, I do remember the Secret <laughs> of Nim." Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, it's like. 
have you met me? <laughs> like, not only am I a cinephile, but I've got a memory. <laughs> like a I thought you'd never ask. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. Speaking of um, kid movies from the 80s, um, can we talk real quick about The Princess Bride? Oh, absolutely. I love that movie. That is a fan. I like, apparently I love every movie from the 80s, but The Princess Bride, as you wish. <laughs> Aniga Matoya. Yeah. You killed my father. You no, know, uh, I am not left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that you would know that I knew that you would do that, yeah, yeah. so I would do this and then do that, and then dead. <laughs> and who doesn't love Andre the Giant? Yeah. yeah. Do you, there's, um, I don't even know, I've never fact-checked this, but there's um, a quote going around online that while Andre the Giant was filming that with Rob Reiner, he let out like a 15-second fart. Yes. And then Rob Reiner's like, you feeling all right, buddy? He's like, I am now, chief. And then he went back to, to filming. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> feeling all right? I am, chief. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's another great movie. And, you, oh. you know, I remember... One help. Uh, <laughs> Andre the Giant, Billy Crystal, Clive Elwes, Fred Savage. Yep, he was, he was the kid. That and Columbo, he yeah, was the Columbo. granddad. Peter Falk. Humpty, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little bit bad about this because my sister said she's never seen The Princess Bride. I was like, it stars Fred Savage and Columbo. She's like, I love those people. I was like, go watch the movie. And we're watching. Yeah. <laughs> now but they're you know barely how, in it. Though, so now like, you know how I feel every time you say you haven't seen something like Jaws until you're 34. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. It's, but yeah, the great, great movie. I, I can't even believe I didn't think about that one yeah. earlier. But, you know, obviously I'm, super classic. I remember I was watching Disney Plus, hashtag not sponsored. Um, and I was doing a uh, a watch of The Simpsons, because Disney bought out Fox, and they have all The Simpsons episode on there. And as I was going to go watch the next, let's face it, Treehouse of Horror, that's the only ones I've devolved into watching, I was right next to it, like, we also think you should watch The Princess Bride. I was like, you have Princess Bride? I think I watched it twice. <laughs> <laughs> but I love The Princess Bride. Great movie, though. It's, a, it's a, got a lot of great one-liners, very quotable yes. type movie, and... And it, it's something that any I think anybody can enjoy it. It's got a little bit of something for everybody. Right. So, you know, you got your your little action, you got your comedy, you got your goofiness. You got your rats of unmanageable size. Yep. Yes. yes. <laughs> We're done here. What, what are we missing in this movie? A man of nothing. A nothing. man of unusually sized. <laughs> I got the guy for you. Andre. Andre. <laughs> now hear me out. He's yeah. a wrestler. Yeah, hear me out. Okay. <laughs> I know we're about to wrap up, but have you guys seen the movie Little Monsters? From oh, 80s? absolutely. Okay. Another Fred Savage movie. And his brother, Ben Savage, was his little brother in the movie. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Well, but You're welcome. Daniel Stern. <laughs> every time I bring up this movie, my friends look at me like you know, deer in the headlights, like you're making this up, aren't you? Like, you drank a little bit too much. Like, how much weed have you smoked? It's like, no. Fred Savage goes under the bed, goes into the world of monsters, and then he starts becoming one. And then his imag imaginary monster friend helps him not become a monster. Howie Mandel. Yeah. And I swear, they're giving me that look. The doe-eyed, like, what? Huh? <laughs> they're like, that's not. No, it's a real movie. Go watch it, bro. <laughs> I used to love that movie. Yeah. I, oh, I, it's I, a great movie. on Disney Plus? <clears throat> nope. Don't know. <laughs> oh, man. No, but so, a lot of great movies. I think we covered a lot of ground. Covered 
I think everything that we want to talk about eighties. Um, so we hit on about a third of the yeah, <laughs> yeah no, right, exactly, of right. the genre. Like, I'm looking at a list. Like we didn't talk about <laughs> a lot of them, but we can always do nineteen eighties part two on some future episode. So we got to wrap it up though, everybody. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, we look forward to talking to you again with Movie Talks and Chill. For Movie Talks and Chill, we are your hosts. I am Tony Serrato. I am Gavin Butts. I am Patrick. Here's my mic wall. Go see Jaws. What? I've already seen it. it. (laughs) All right, guys, you take care. We'll talk next time. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talktous at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, You can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul the Rock.